Welcome to The Wheel Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 18 and 19 of A Crown of Swords. As the plow breaks the earth and diamonds and stars. Enjoy! Welcome to the Will of Reads for our Season 7, Episode 9. And before you guys get all upset because you don't hear Ian's voice or you don't see Ian here, he is coming. Not like last week where he didn't show up. Uh, Ian is on his way. Um, yeah. Let me just refresh my screen. Um, he is currently walking to his car. Um, so, or at least he should be. He's leaving the stadium as we speak. He went to a basketball game for his birthday. His birthday was yesterday, so yay, happy birthday, Ian. Yay. Yeah, oh. so um, he's uh, yeah, he's uh, he went to a basketball game for his birthday and yay, sports and um, yeah, the game just ended. So uh, he's going to he has a designated driver, so he's not going to drive and and record, but he's going to log on while he's driving and hop on and then switch over to computer once he gets back home. So shortly, Ian should be popping in, uh, and we will just add him in here when he shows up, but we figured. Because it's getting later, just let's just go. Um, so yeah, I mean, these are these are relatively short chapters with a lot of description in them. So oh, there's a there's a there's a good character we meet. So huh? Yeah, talk about. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, She's almost dust, though. She she is. We'll get there. Um, so Eventually. uh, yeah, Ian just sent me a screenshot of him on the basketball floor. Um, so the game's over. So yeah. <laughs> So he'll be here shortly. Um, anyways, um, so what's what's going on with announcements? Um, things coming up on Friday, not Saturday. We were gonna do it Saturday. It conflicts with something else going on. Um, but so Friday night, ten p.m. Eastern Standard Time. What a fortune! We've lined up all of our guests. It's gonna be a oh, ton yeah. of fun. Contestants. We have Zul from um, one of our moderators. She's she knows mm-hmm. it all. Oh, she gonna a lot of stuff. But she we also have Lesby Nerdy, the uh, who's 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 a great YouTuber for Will of Time stuff, and Girl just play. and just the Omelin seat, um, oh. and both both Ginny uh, or, or Lesby Nerdy and uh, Jess are on uh, Tarvalin After Dark, yeah. so it's going to be um, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna, it's gonna be a fun fun mix. Uh, Nabes is not gonna be coming. I haven't asked him yet. Uh, he usually doesn't do the game show thing. But yeah, I, I might I might twist his arm and make him do it at some point. Just be like, hey, Nate, <laughs> do it. <laughs> I'll just call him up. <laughs> I think I have his phone number somewhere. Dude, just once. Let's call him. Nameless, come on. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's um, that's that. Um, so that's coming up on uh, on that night, and then at some point we're gonna do uh, another Cosmere. I know, Chris, you're ready. I, we're waiting on Ian to be ready. I think he's ready too. We just need to pick a day. So that's gonna be in the next week and a half or so um either yeah. later this week or next week probably next week uh we'll do some more uh finish warbreaker because yeah, uh, I'm, I'm ready to start my next like um uh yeah i know I'm we have these too. weird lulls at work where i have like two or three days where i'm kind of mm-hmm. sitting just yeah I mean, I have so. a few hours i could kill if i had a we, good ebook we, <laughs> we might do it thursday last minute so stay tuned um so uh, <laughs> uh and we have uh ian walking down the streets of richmond 
Uh, so you get uh, a little bit of a, oh, wait. Yeah, walking through the streets yeah. of Richmond. Um, so welcome, welcome to the capital to of Virginia. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Uh, once, at one point in time, the capital of the United States. I, I, briefly. Briefly, very briefly. It was Williamsburg, and then it was Richmond. Look at him. He yeah. looks so happy. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, and he's shaving. Did everybody yeah. see that? I don't know how to reverse my camera. It's okay. I don't have much of a voice left, but I'll be in the car in a second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is great funny. YouTube content right now. It looks like a stroller camera, pretty much. Um, looks like there's no riots, so that's pretty good. Yeah, Richmond can be a little. Stroller, little... that's a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, stroller stalker. Yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> cat. Oh, just eat. Yeah. Um, got kids in the picture. Uh, do we need to sign disclosure? I guess public, right? Public, you're allowed to take a picture. So yeah. if anybody's listening to our podcast, we're watching literally live Ian walking through the streets of Richmond. Um, so, yeah, how to swap it. Yeah, there you go. Um, progress. Progress. Yes. There you go. Figure ahead you look so happy. Um, so that's it for announcements on what's going on. Um, personal life. Um, yeah, uh, where to start? Uh, my son had his fifth birthday, Ian had his uh, something birthday yesterday. Um, yeah, <laughs> so they, sh they share a birthday. So, for my son, mm -hmm. birthday, uh, we, we haven't had the party yet, we're doing that this weekend. Um, but we still just did a little presents and everything yesterday. Uh, we got back from Florida, went to Florida over the weekend, um, which was a, a great trip until the trip home. Um, Ooh. flying with. They did great flying. It's just that we we didn't plan well. We we um the, we we need to take afternoon flights with kids. That's what I learned. It's a learning experience. Taking first first in the morning red eye flights. Um, you know, like the first mm. in the morning flights with yeah. uh, small children. It's just yeah, lots of meltdowns, <laughs> lots of uh, tired kids that just don't know how to act and and, and want to just uh, uh have temper tantrums in the middle of. TSA security checks. And... <laughs> I'm sure they wanted know. you out of the line just as quickly as. I mean, we're flying you know. out of Orlando, so I'm sure they're used to it. Like, you know, kids yeah. leaving Disney World and all upset. I'm sure they're used to it. But you'd also tell that because they're used to it, they have no patience for it. They're just like, yeah. dude, get together. <laughs> get your kid rolls. and get them through. Yeah. <laughs> and get them through security. Like, as my, uh, yeah, just temper tantrum, like on the ground, kicking, screaming. And I'm like, am I allowed to carry her through the metal detector? Like, how does this work? I don't know. Like, she's old enough to walk, so I don't know if I'm allowed to carry her or not. Can I just throw in the conveyor belt? I mean, right now I'm ready to. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> have you not entered? Are you not uh, entered that stage of parenting where you put a smile on your face and whisper quiet threats to your children? Is that not a thing? That's or right. is that maybe that's maybe that's <laughs> kids? Maybe it's, it's, you might not be able to do that anymore. I don't know. You just that's, left all, your that's what my parents did to me. That's yeah. the issue. You left your leash at home. Uh, no, we don't put kids on leash, but it, it was just—it was a lot. Um, My and mom I, and put I, felt, us on I felt kind of bad because it's it, part of the problem is TSA. Like they changed the rules up recently, so like kids under wow. a certain age don't have to take their shoes off. Oh, so, um, but my daughter saw everyone taking their shoes off, so she wanted to take her shoes off. But mm. then the guy's like, "No, you're too young. Put your shoes back on." The security guy said that to my daughter, and then she lost it. Uh, and I'm like, just listen to the guy. And she's like, I don't know. It's a stranger. I'm just going to scream. And I'm like, 
Stranger Danger. It's like one of those things. And I know she's tired. I know she's upset. She's confused because everyone else is taking the shoes off. I'm supposed to take my shoes off too. Why is this guy telling? Who's this guy telling me to put my shoes on? And, you know, huh. I'm like, um, so I was just like, don't arrest me. I'm going to pick up my child. And they're like, you can't do that. I was like, what am, what, am, what do you want me to do? I mean, literally, there's a thousand people waiting behind me. Like, it was super crowded. It took 40 minutes just to get to this point. Uh, like, and wait in line. Like, I was like, all right. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. That was my experience. And then getting ready for a birthday party. Um, so, um, yeah. So, that's uh, that's this weekend. And that's going to be a crazy day because we have four kids' birthday parties in the same day, including one that we're hosting. Oh, good Lord. And I'm like, yeah. Why? Yeah. At that point, you, you got to be like, look, hon, we're, we're hitting two out of four, and one of them doesn't have to be ours. <laughs> well, I'm actually, so my my wife's going to the morning too, and I'm at home, and then I'm going to the one right before my son. So I don't have to do any of the prep work, which I'm actually, okay, I'll do, I'll yeah. do that. Just, I get a free pass and uh, just show up to the party. I, I like that idea. Um, yeah. I'll get stuck with the cleanup, but that's okay. Um, yeah, that that's that's that? my life. That's my life. Gets getting ready for all the things. Ian, are you in a place to tell about your life? Uh, I am. I'll be quick. We'll just talk about tonight. So my birthday was yesterday. I turned forty. I'm old. <clears throat> I'm losing my oh, voice because we went to a VCU game that was way too close. Basketball game. We were playing Day- Dayton. Uh, VCU beat Dayton at Dayton earlier in like a last minute come from behind. So they were coming out for blood today. We ended up losing tonight. It was super close. Oh. Horrible with the, the free throw shooting. Horrible with free throws. Too many fancy shots. Yeah, they were trying to be pretty when they just needed to go out and get points a couple of times. Um, I hate that the game. But, but at the same time, they still look really good. Uh, but we got we got Meredith here. Hi, so Meredith. How are you? Hi. <laughs> she's so beautiful. And then that's, that's Natalie. Hi, Natalie. How are you? And Evan. What's up, Evan? Evan. <laughs> we we were both we were all just like cheering like crazy for the last couple of hours. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was a good game. Anyways, okay. we're on our way home. It'll be about a I don't know, 10, 15 minute drive. I'll be mostly on mute, but I'll I'll chime in when I got something to say so you're not hearing the background noise. And then yeah. I will quickly um, link up on the computer. So are you are you sorry a place for doing about it how- on the phone? Are you a place to talk about how everything's hanging? Or you know, are are you okay? Yeah, oh yeah, no. let's keep it. Let's keep it PG. <laughs> yeah, it's kids in the car for the yeah. next fifteen minutes. Okay. Uh, did you give any background last time? Because I could talk yes. about it without talking about it. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so three, three. The swelling, the, the swelling the has gone. The swelling has gone down. The antibiotics worked. The Motrin worked. Uh, I have the uh, appropriate number of lumps now, instead of an inappropriate number of lumps. Uh, and uh yeah that was that was an interesting moment yeah (laughs) it's it's interesting you know i was telling somebody they were talking about like the history of issues there and i'm like here's the thing i probably never had issues there because i've never thought about it unless you take a direct shot injury there honestly how often do you think about those guys you don't you don't they're just there you only think about them when there's a problem and mm-hmm. so that's, it's only been, yeah. you know, after the surgery. So, yeah. um, I guess it's a good thing. I made it 40 years without having any issues, Yeah, you know, but yeah. anyway, they're, they're back to good now. Like awesome. it was, it was, oh. it was interesting <laughs> for a little bit there. 
Um, just imagine, go. imagine getting injured there. Uh, and that initial feeling just not going away for days. Oh no. See, mm. I, mm. it's mm. not cool. And, and, you know, mm. gravity, especially as you get older, gravity just has more of, a, of an effect there. So every step mm-hmm. was painful. Every time uh-huh. I rolled over, it was not fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, we're, yeah. we're good now though. Yeah. Good. good. Cool. That's as clean as I can keep that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. we'll, we'll leave it there. Sounds good. Chris, how about your personal life? Yeah. So I, you know, if I end up laying out on the bed or in full recline mode, it's because my knee is giving me issues again, guys. Like literally Monday, got up five thirty, headed to the gym, out of the house by six o'clock, hit literally the last step on the third flight, and I, I just don't know what happened. But pain just shot through my entire leg. Then I lost feeling in my foot. Then my knee swelled up, and you know, me being me, I still went and did my leg, did my leg day. Um, and then came home and <laughs> text my boss at 7.30, like, hey, I won't be in. I'm going to go get a checkup. And so they did get the x-ray, and they're like, you know, you, you're like 50% arthritis in both knees right now at 35. You really need to do the obvious. I'm like, yeah, I know. That's yeah, natural. If you went to the VA, they would tell you that's natural. Everybody's got that at 35. I think mm-hmm. so. Like, I'm like... She's like, you know, it's not the death sentence or anything. You just need to slow it down a little bit. I'm like, that's what you tell old people. And she kind of looks at me like, what's your family history with their knees? I'm like, well, all the men have had knee replacements by 55, even the skinny ones. She's like, yeah, yeah. You're kind of headed down that track if you don't lose some weight. I'm like, all right. She's like, but we are going to get an MRI because this is just odd for this to keep happening to you. So. In my mind, and this is horrible, I'm, I'm hoping that something shows up on the MRI so I can be like, yes, there's a solution. Like, it's not the arthritis. It's, you know, a torn meniscus or something. And, and then I have a real reason to be having these issues. But yeah, otherwise, life is good. We went and saw, um, oh, what was it called? Jurassic World Live. Huh. So they, yeah, like, it, it's definitely, like, geared towards kids, but we went okay. anyway just because we wanted to see what was up and we thoroughly enjoyed it and had a good time with that and yeah, yeah that, that was our weekend this past weekend we just relaxed and saw the show they, they have something like that that comes to the coliseum here it's it's not jurassic world it's like something jurassic something it's not like anything related to the movies but it's all done like entrance like yeah and stuff like that we went one time it was fun um the kids the kids enjoyed it it was very very carnival-y but it was yeah. fun. Uh, the kids had fun. <laughs> That's what's important. This um, had like a plot and everything. It was almost like a movie, but it was a lot shorter, which yeah. I, you know what? If we went back to hour and a half long movies, I wouldn't be mad. Like I, I didn't fall asleep. I was fully entertained the whole time. Okay. You know, I could yeah. do that life again. I hear you. Yeah. Speaking of uh, movies and TV shows, uh, I am caught up in Last of Us. So um, I did. did that. Oh, yeah. That was that's and, good. And, and, and and you talking about uh, genetics reminded me of the dad joke from that show, which was great. Um, that, uh, <laughs> that 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 diarrhea is uh, hereditary, yeah. runs in the genes. Uh, <laughs> 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 Anyways, I'll be here all night, guys. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, 
trying to think of uh of anything else. I think that's it. So let's go ahead and get started. Uh, no new patrons, so we're 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 just gonna keep rolling. Um, and we haven't done cities and states and places in the world in almost a we year. We have it. Um, yeah, I, I used to do that all the time. It's a lot. I can look it up right here as we're talking. Um, uh, it takes like two seconds to see, to, to look at those audience. Um, so our newest location is um, um, Azerbaijan. Thank you, our listener from wow. Azerbaijan and Guatemala and Ghana and Montenegro and Palestine and Tunisia and Gambia and Cayman uh, There's literally hundreds of them now. There's so. at least two of those that I've never heard of. Yeah, um, African countries, most of those. Um, yeah, but there's there's a lot. Um, it's 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 a lot. I I quit doing it because I I lost track of like I used to keep track of like all these different countries that listen to us. But yeah, it's a lot. Too much. I understand. Uh, I just bit. didn't. Yeah, certain things I like to keep track of, and other things I'm like, you know what, this is taking a lot too much of my time. It was so, it was easier when the plow first broke the earth, but now we're. Now, as the plow breaks the earth, chapter 18. Great segue. Let's get into it. Uh, And we're in Rand's point of view. And Rand has become kind of a... Yeah, what's the best word for Rand? A little shit almost. (laughs) I mean, he's like... Paranoid. Yeah, yeah, that too. But, like, you know, he's having, like, the ice and I serve him. He's kind of like... um, which, uh, you know, you mean, like, granted, he, he might granted, be ruling the world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they did put him in a box, but you know, he's um, um, he's having a meeting with the clan's chiefs. Uh, Marana, one of the Isidais, is serving him, um, and he's just kind of like running the show. They're talking about Shido and trying to figure out what their next moves are going to be. And he has a million things going in his head, including Luce Theron, who won't shut up. It's a lot going on. Um, yeah. hey, uh, Chris, question. My concern here is this is the first time I'm really starting to feel a separation between Rand and the Aiel. Like up mm. until this point, like once he became Kar Khan, the people that were going to follow him, it was like absolute following you to the death. Like I thought there were no doubts there, but I'm starting to get a sprinkling, just a little hint of doubt from them. Like, are you feeling that? And do you, like, are we worried about that? Is this, are we going to lose more Aiel? What's happening here? I mean, the prophecy is that he'll break them and destroy that, them. That's, that's, that's kind of where I was going to go with it. I mean, I, I think we are, like you said, the first time seeing Aiel have real doubt and they don't know how to handle that. Mm-hmm. And they have witnessed their own level of separation. They've battled each other. They've had the wise one on the battlefield now and they've been fighting each other, which all of this is against custom 100 so i don't even think they're just questioning him they're questioning themselves like this is just you know their their entire cultural knowledge is being shook and so you know it's it's like going from eighth grade into ninth or going from 12th grade into college where you think you know everything and the world is right and you were on top of it all and then you get thrown into that new setting and it's like Oh, what what do I do? And how do I react? And who's my friend and oh, yeah. who isn't? And yeah, it's new rules. Am I worried though? N- I, not really. Rand is Rand's still the man. I just think at this point, 
I'm more worried that he loses himself than he does the Aiels. Is is he a man? Boy? Boy? Well, hey, wait, we're not there yet. You're not jumping there ahead. Yet. Jumping ahead. We're jumping ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. Chris, I've got a worse reason for not being worried. I, I think the absolute support we've had from the Aiel is going to fall apart. He'll probably have at least some that stick with him to the bitter end, but we're going to lose some more people. There's going to be more struggles. But I'm not worried because we're kind of – remember early on I talked about how we kept escalating. There's like Trollocs. Oh, my gosh, these are the worst things ever. And then it was the Fades. Oh, my gosh, now these are the worst things ever. And then the Gray Men and then the Forsaken. I, like I feel like we're at a level where our bad guys, the people that Rand is actually contending with, mm-hmm. IEL can't do anything. We used to think Very they were true. so invincible, but already like the last battle that Rand was in, like they were getting diced up with they're like they're turning into pawns. They're not mm-hmm. they're not knights and rooks anymore. So and, I and thinking about it realistically, the, the baddest MRFers right now are the Ashaman. And they are at the yes. moment Rand's to control. So it's like Rand's kind of the, the baddest thing on the board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And with the Ashaman, I feel like the best is yet to come. Or maybe the worst. But yeah. There's yeah. more to come. Sure. That's that's what I'm feeling there. All right. Yeah. So so yeah, I mean Rand, Rand's and that's this is where you get the the prophecy quote where where Rand's thinking about the Aiel and the Aiel asking, you know, think think we'll ever see the threefold land again and and you know, and Rand just thinks about the the prophecy in his head, you know, as the plow breaks the earth, he shall break lives of men. And all that is consumed in the fire of his eyes. The trump, the trumpets of war shall sound at his footsteps. The ravens feed at his voice, and he shall wear a crown of swords. It's also the namesake of the book. Um, so, yeah. um, kind of, kind of a more darker part of the prophecy. Um, you know, hey, you're going to come here and just, just destroy everything. everything. Um, so I mean, there's definitely tension amongst, like, like he was saying, amongst the Aiel. I mean, the Aiel miss home. There's tension point. all over, though. The, the other side of that is the Aiel feel this level of resentment towards, but also like honor owed to the Aes Sedai. Mm-hmm. But here they are with Rand enslaving them. Essentially, he's like, pour my tea. Make yeah. sure it comes out at ninety-eight point six degrees because if it's one degree more, one degree less. I'm sending it back. I'm not going to take it. Yeah, yeah, and, and, yeah. It's it, it's it's a bit for their culture. That's like just it's tough. Um, plus, they've met I uh, uh, and that's part of the problem too. Whenever you have like a culture that reveres a group of people that you haven't met, you can put them on a pedestal, and then you actually meet them, and they're like, "Yeah, that's not that great." It reminds me almost of like the cargo cults from like a war two, like um. I think Vanuatu and a couple of others islands in the South Pacific actually um, started worshiping uh, American planes and Americans in general, because during World War II, they were a tribal nation and we would drop uh, food packages from the sky to try to, uh, I guess, befriend the tribal people so we could build air bases on their islands to defi- fight the Japanese. And um, to them, these planes came over and just dropped food from the sky. So they, thought they were gods and they started to build uh you know idols of wooden planes and things like that on their beach to try to get the gods to come back to bring them more food yada 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 and then um uh, world war ii ends and then american tourism comes and the actual planes come and they realize hey these guys are just a bunch of assholes 
and those religions all went away. <laughs> but they were revered for like a good 20 years. They were super revered um, and, and actually even worshipped until they realized, yeah, now. Um, and, and with the Ayo culture, I kind of had that kind of feel like they had this ancient passed down about they were servants of the Aes Sedai and the Aes Sedai are up on this pedestal. And now they've met the Aes Sedai. That's part of the problem, too, is where they don't know. I've ta- been taught my entire life that these are these people, but they're not what probably as. Yeah. Never meet your heroes. Good. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I've, I've got a shorter story. I just remember when I started ninth grade at Heritage High School, uh, somebody was like, oh, man, if you met this dude, Alan Witt, he's super cool. And I was like, no. Oh, and then I met Alan and Alan was like, hi, I'm Alan. And I was like, oh, really? You know, and I, you know, just kind of from then on, it was kind of, I don't know, meh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you, man. I think the first time I met you, I was, my cheeks were swollen because it was before school started. It was golf tryouts. And I had my wisdom teeth pulled at summer. Wisdom and they got teeth. infected. Yep. And I had chickmunk cheeks. And I think I came to like practice, like practice, and and he, first time he looks at me, he goes, "What's wrong with your face? <laughs> Did you lose a fight? What is? I'll swallow black. Gotta be red. careful who you talk no, back to. Like, boy, <laughs> what a way to start. Uh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big swollen cheeks. Anyway, so as all this is happening, and they're talking about going to Kinsella's dagger, Rand's going through his head like. I got to fight the Shadow. Also down in Ilion, we have Samuel we got to deal with. There's uh, trouble in uh, Amadisia with the White Cloaks and with the Dragon Sworn. And there's all this stuff going through Rand's head. And he's kind of like somewhat losing it. And, and Luce Theron's in the background too, just kind of cackling and doing his thing. Um, and, and as all this is going through, Lane just comes in pissed. Like, you wrote me a note. You're gonna break up with me over text, like really, like you're gonna say, like <laughs> you don't have the decency to come to my face. It's not you, me? it's me. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't working. Text. Bye. Oh, all right. Go home. Uh, and she's pissed, and he's like, "Yeah, it's not a big deal. Just go, go back to Marion. I, I, I don't need you here anymore." <laughs> yeah. So, so far, like what we've read about Barrelane, like. I'm I'm hoping we find out more about her or she like plays a more significant role. I from my perspective reading, she's just like this very talented temptress. And I'm a little more intrigued because she's had this Aes Sedai advising her for so long. And I think if the Aes Sedai thought it was important enough to advise her, then there is something significant about her. But I don't I don't know what that is. From the reader perspective, she just knows how to flaunt her stuff and i mean she controlled her own little mini nation so right that's know. impressive but like still i don't know all the nuances of it i eh, i i'm sure there's more to it but Trade. it doesn't bother me that rand is kind of dismissive of her but at the same time he's not he's like hey i'm i'm gonna remember you i'm still thinking about you but you need to get on out of here i don't i don't feel bad about it right now no. i feel like we're gonna find out no. more about her and her people later on and i'm gonna eat these words but as of right now from what i know meh just send her on her way i think what i feel more bad for what we kind of skipped over is the idea that the shido wise ones will be dealt with by wise ones you know rethinking or recapping what you had said about like how do we feel about the the aiel right now um the the literal disgust that they have the actions that they're taking 
means we're probably going to lose more of the forces just to self-search. Uh, and this is going to be interesting because since wise ones have never fought against each other like that, there's no standard punishment. There's They probably have nothing written for like, all right, if this happens, what do we do? So they're kind of flying by the seat of their pants, even how to respond to this. So... Mm-hmm. If it's too drastic, you're going to lose people like, oh, that's too much. If it's not enough, you're going to lose people that are like, oh, you didn't respond harsh enough. It's mm-hmm. it's I, just I new, it's new territory. Too, they still have a level of honor attached to them. Yeah, They're still considered wise ones. The Shido are still considered one of the people. Yeah, that's if crazy. a wise one from any of the wise ones that supported Ran, if they punish the wise ones that were Shido, they're still making themselves less. Yes. Because mm-hmm. they're attacking the wise ones as and a whole. going to be some toe. Some mm-hmm. big toe. Big mm-hmm. toe, little toe. Mm-hmm. They're going to take a piggy to the market. They're going to take a, a piggy. Mm-hmm. Where where all the piggies go? <laughs> One of them goes wee, wee, wee all the way home, but I don't uh-huh. know if that's happening for these guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it, and Rand, Rand's reason for barreling, I'm back to that whole thing. I mean, he has a pretty decent reason, I think. I mean, someone tried to assassinate her just like a couple days before and like almost got yeah, to her. Like, like, you you like, don't he, know anything about assassination. You've never had to deal with that. And here it is. Yeah, here in it is. Front of you. Yeah, and she's like, oh, they caught it in time. I was like, but it was too close. I mean, just go home. <laughs> You're fine home. And, and she tries to make the argument, well, if I go home, what happens if, you know, the the Tyrian lords, Weirium, decides that like you need, my, you know, they need to take over my kingdom. To you know, he's like, well, that's how it's going to be then. You know, like it's like well, if, it, that, if that's the end, if that's if that's how it's going to be, that's how it's going to be. Like if, he if, also if, sees if, her as a justify the means. So. Yeah, I what? mean, he's also very tempted by her. Sure, he does, and 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 Luce Theron sees her too as uh yeah. as he rubs his as he rubs his earlobe and hums. Uh, yeah, he's a uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of a little greasy there. He's like, yeah, well, if that dress was just a little bit shorter, I yeah. wouldn't let you wear it. What 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 do you think about like Luce Theron kind of almost taking over Rand's body from time to time, like the whole earlobe thing, and Rand catches himself doing it and knowing that's from. Thing. Once we got to the end of this chapter, I started questioning things the same way Rand did. But at mm. this moment, I'm like, get it together, Rand. Push him back in the box. Yeah. Keep it together. You can do this. You have to hold it together. Like that's yeah. that was my thought. And he's getting glimpses of like Luce Theron's memories as well. It says, you know, like entering the hall servants and things like that. And he's he's yeah. Um weird stuff's happening. But mm-hmm. Yeah. So anything from all this barreling interaction before um, wait, don't hurt him happens? <laughs> well, I, I mean, Barreling still gets her promise. And then, of course, there's also the conversation of the wave mistress who Rand yes. is still avoiding, Sorry. which I don't get. Like, he why have like, he has so much other stuff going on? He's like, it's not part of the prophecy. It's like, yeah, but you're part of their prophecy. He's like, I don't care. Like, I got all these other things happening. An army is still an army. And if there's a potential that you can gain (laughs) another 5,000, 50,000 people, you need to, because it could go the other way too. These people literally Mm -hmm. can, can dock themselves in your Harbor, Mm -hmm. stop the flow of trade and then attack you whenever they want. Like Mm -hmm. they're an issue. 
that you need to deal with one way or the other. Sure. Yeah. Unless Matt deals with it. He finds his wife on one of the ships. Mm. She just so happens to be a princess. And Okay. It could happen that way, too. Maybe. Maybe. We got a maybe and not a sure. Sure. I'll take that. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> uh, so, um, I'm putting that maybe in my spreadsheets. Good okay, job, Chris. <laughs> So, yeah, at this point, one of the Aes I can't remember which one, yells, Cat Swing, don't hurt him. And, you know, or, don't hurt him. And sh- this woman barges through and immediately ran Fields uh, side to our tickle, you know, Marana like that, so much the Marana darts through the ward, hands out straight, stretched. No, Cat Swain, she screamed. You mustn't harm him. You must not. That right there, th- that. The amount of confusion that hit me, I'm like, who is this person and and why? Like, are we really afraid that one Aes Sedai is going to be able to harm Rand? And it's it's ironic that her name is Kat Swain because she we're not there yet, but just her presence and the way she acts and the way she treats people really does remind me of a cat. And now having had a cat for months. They walk into whatever room they want. They address whomever they want, however they want, whenever they want. If they don't want to address you, they fly out, ignore you. And the more attention you give them, the less they want from you. It's just perfect name for this person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm. Am I the only one that's floored that after everything that's happened, that Rand didn't immediately like do some sort of channeling that would bind her up or restrict her or something like that bro the he, fact he that she's back <laughs> or or how about she was able how, to how enter come... the room without the aisle stopping her yeah they all failed They're and she was protect. channeling that's why mm-hmm. like and not just ran but the ashaman like why didn't they immediately oh, do something right. i this would have been one of those moments where i would have thought loose there and finally took over Okay. And and he did a channel to, and did a channel up. on Rand's behalf. So now I'm glad he didn't because and we'll get there. My thoughts on Kitty Cat, but um, I don't dislike her. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, but still surprised she, about the reaction. Everyone else is tense except for her. She oh. comes in cool as a cucumber. I mean, just like straight up, cool cat, left and right. right. Yeah, like okay. And starts making snide comments just right off the bat. I mean, immediately just comes in. She's like, "Oh, so this is this is the boy." And he's like, "What you call me?" <laughs> he's like, "Oh, the children are playing." All right, come on. Isn't it? Isn't it great when the children play? Uh, <laughs> so, to me, it became obvious real quick though. When she so first walking in and and she was channeling. That was I was like, "Oh my gosh, here we go!" But then Rand didn't react. And then she dropped a couple of comments, like just very dismissive of Rand, calling him boy, this, that, and the other. And by the second or third one, I started thinking to myself, okay, she's pushing his buttons on purpose. Mm-hmm. Not, not necessarily in a negative way, because then it would Bro, be a suicide she, mission. She looked at the maidens and just shook her head. Yeah. yeah. She was assessing things. She was looking for what reactions she got it just seemed very intentional, but it didn't seem threatening. 
trying yeah. to grow decent roses in northern Gilead may be near to death, but it mm-hmm. is not quite the grave. Oh, do calm down before you frighten someone. One would think you would have grown a little less excitable since putting off novice white. Like, that's the response she gives to Marina, who's trying to, like, save her life. She's like, ah, you disgust me. I love her attitude. Like, I don't know what it is. I think I'm, I like being abused or something. Like, oh. Because that's how I Call feel me cat. Right now. Uh, okay, cat. Call me kitty cat. yeah so yeah um and and she takes control of the situation i mean rand's trying to ask her questions like you know you know answer your reason for being here and she's like eh how about you get some tea (laughs) like (laughs) we'll talk uh but yeah let's give him some tea who are Um, you he demanded what aja read by marine uh marion's reaction but for a red sister she simply walked in like this alone would require suicidal courage. What do yep. you want? She's like, again, lingered gaze, just rolled her eyes, looked away. She is just like a cat. Like, I... <laughs> uh, did, yeah. did, did Jordan own cats? Uh, He's probably know. a dog person. He's probably a dog guy. Yeah. Because know. as a dog person, this is how I would describe a cat. Yeah. Yep. As a cat so. person, this is how I describe a cat. Yeah. So yeah. Um and she kind of like you know dresses him down a bit, talking about I guess you know, some you get a little bit of bits and pieces that she's hunted down many male channelers, even though she's not red. She finally says, I'm green. Uh if you have to know. Oh. I'm green Aja. Uh and I've hunted down tons of false dragons in Minikin Channel and I've been around for a long time. And probably one, of the, probably one of the most <laughs> powerful I said die there is and everybody had assumed she was dead because of old age and here she is just yeah. showing back up and everybody's coming to, everyone's in shock at least the I said I are all in shock that she's even here um and um yeah, yeah um, on like high alert ready to attack and yeah. Rand's like well clearly we don't want to mess with her like just do nothing Let, let's let's see where this goes right exactly um so yeah um now Ian's back on this on his regular mic. So <laughs> oh sorry, I dropped it right as you said that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you know, at this point also, um, you know, Luce Theron has been going crazy in his head and finally gets confused. Like Rand's trying to figure out what why is she trying to goad him? Why is she trying to get him arise out of hell? He's like, you know, that's what she wants, and I'm not gonna give it to her. I'm gonna take the high road and I'm just gonna try to play cool too. And she just keeps on. Rand says that, or Rand thinks that. Well, I think Rand Rand thinks that. Rand, okay. (laughs) Even if that's what he thought for a moment, you gotta don't be so casual, cool, and saying that he was panicking. Oh yeah, this what he wasn't calm and collected here. He he felt threatened. Mm -hmm. He was reacting. He wasn't. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess just leave it at that. Has Rand been in control yet, though? Right, oh, that's the that's the thing. He felt out of control, and he was trying to be in control. But he when was not he's in, in the presence of somebody who is truly self-aware, and in the presence of, of somebody who truly has real control, yeah, he reverts back to just being apprehensive, 
and insignificant yeah. and unsure of himself. And well, so that's why, and the more we read her comments, that's why I felt less threatened by her. And I felt more hopeful because she was testing him and she even told him, she was like, you're just a lost boy. You're young. You don't know what the heck is going on. You're just, yep. you're in over your head basically. And so <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, okay, if she's this eyes to eye that been around for a bit traveling by herself and we find, we find out more about her travels later and how she's kind of at times separated herself from the tower. But I'm like, at this point, I'm already starting to think, could this be the Aes Sedai that kind of takes Moraine's place in being an advisor no, to Rand? No, not at all. No, I'll, I'll, I'll give you. Sorry, the dog just the, attacked my mic. I'm not going to give you the answer. How old do you think she is? Uh, I want to say over 200. Over 100. Oh, you at 200. I'm going I would say at least over 100. Okay. I would say I definitely at least over 100, but I would gamble and say over two. It does eventually tell you. Uh, I think it tells the books, but yeah, it's. Well, can you tell us now? It does. It, that's not a spoiler. It's not. It's not, a, it's not really a spoiler. She's if we're close, a, it's not a spoiler. She is a uh, five years shy of being three hundred years old. Oh, whoa! Wow. That's even pushing <laughs> what I was thinking. But that's the vibe. I mean, that's the vibe you get in these chapters. Very, like, very true. Very true. She's there's very other angry. older Aes Sedai that are like. I thought. Okay, you were she dead, does say like she's older than two seventy. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And, and, and we get to this uh, later in the next chapter about like some of her, because they start talking about, but I mean, she like out, her, but it's, she's, she outright like looks at Marilyn and she's like, my, my first lady of my end, I got to speak to this young, per young man alone. So mm -hmm. I need you to go bow, yep. bow to the Lord and, and, and boy bow to the woman. And, and yeah. while you're at it, tell you tell your Ayul they can go away, and you know what? Mm -hmm. All of you are dismissed. And yeah. I've heard she... rumor that you have some very important duties here, so I won't keep you from them. Get out of here. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> like, like she tries to give her an, an out, but she yep. basically dismisses her, and everybody knows it. Yep, yep. Uh, and then she turns and says something along the lines of, uh, "So have you started hearing the voices yet?" She's got to deal with lots of men. That so can casual, it just hits him with it. <laughs> Yeah, and he immediately starts like going inside his head, like, Luz, where are you? Where are you? I need you right now. And it's like, and like, Luz is gone. He's like, Nope, I'm out. See, I that's the part that bothered me about this whole situation. I'm gonna let you say what you have to say, but that bothered me. And go ahead. I, I'm just kind of repeating myself again. This is where it just starts piling on for me. I, I think it's because recognizing where Rand's at and that he is so alone. I mean, even with men there just loving on him and everything, men doesn't know what he's going through. Like Rand is on an island and we've already talked about how we feel like he's on this precipice of lose taking over and he's going nuts. He doesn't know what, what front to fight on. He's got enemies mm -hmm. popping up everywhere. And this person that comes in knows more about him than anybody else already. So right. like, I'm just, I'm stupidly optimistic excuse me, hiccup, uh, like I'm almost begging Jordan to make her an ally of Rand. I want that so bad. Uh, mm -hmm. And maybe I have blinders on because I want it so bad. I'm trying to see it happen. Yeah. But I mean, th well, and I'll save that for later when we get into her history a little bit mm -hmm. more in the next chapter. But it this feeling keeps growing. 
And this is yeah. my main theme of these two chapters is that I hope and pray she becomes an ally. And there's many reasons why. But. So also, also not a spoiler, but for anyone, so people have been asking when are we going to read New Spring? Um, and, and this is the reason why uh, a lot of people say after book five is fine to do it. But Kat Swain, uh, this is not really a spoiler. She's in New Spring. It's the prequel. Um, and um, I wanted them to get this Kat Swain first before reading New Spring. So that's why. Um, that's fair. That, that, that this is the whole reason why I put, pushed it off. <laughs> so, kitty cat. Can we just start calling her kitty cat? You can, you can call her whatever you want. <laughs> okay. uh, I'm going to call her kitty cat. Um, can we call so her yeah. kitty though? She's been around for a minute. Mm-hmm. She's, She's OG. more like a cougar. She's OG. But you've, you've seen Wedding Crashers, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, I have. It's been a while. Where though. she she's talking to what's his name? She's like, "Call me cat." And he's like, "Oh, okay, yeah. she's like, call <laughs> me cat. kitty cat." <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. That's that's who I was thinking of. Watch uh, listening to this. Yeah, okay, we could do yeah. that. Experienced lady mm-hmm. taking charge. Yeah, very much so, so. This this whole conversation with the voices gets gets Rand upset. I mean, he gets really mad at that point. And he's like, "All right, everyone out." Ashman out. I yell out everybody out. I mean, um, yeah, I think he, like she speaks almost absently, frowning at the flattened sphere of silver and gold. Oh yeah, he crushes madness. Stuff. Voices crushes conversing with them, telling them what to do. The teapot drifted gently to the floor by her feet. Have you heard any? Like it, it yeah. really it created doubt for me as a reader because you know we read about Luz back in book one prologue. Yeah. So in my mind, in what we know about or assume about the book, Luz not only is real, but he survives the time by doing just this, hopping into the Dragon Reborn's mind every turn of the wheel. Mm-hmm. But is he really? Is it really just the magic driving men to madness? And she with all of her knowledge and, and her coolness in her conversation and her just raw power or seeming power has already been able to put this doubt into my mind just mm-hmm. this quickly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely. Um, and, and we did, we kind of brushed over this or we didn't talk about it was when she asked for tea and ran, uh, ran channeled the tea over to her and you get the three different reactions from three different nice to die sisters. Like mm-hmm. one called back like a viper, um, you know, seeing a male, ch- but Cat Swain just took the tea, took a little sip of it. And we, okay, that's nice. Oh, <laughs> like, that's good. Yeah. Great tea. Good tea. Yeah. That's good stuff. Like not like don't even care. Not even phased. Yeah. Um, by it. Like at all. So. But and she's dealt with men that can channel already. So like, yeah. this isn't new to her. So no, it's not. She's dealt with men who can channel and she's not a red. Now I'm back to my optimism. What kind of time did she spend with these men that can channel instead of immediately seeking to destroy them? Did she just observe them from a distance? She's been around for a while. Did she spend time with some of them? Yeah. I I I mean, she talks talks about that, like that. They all weep in the end. In the next Uh, chapter, we're definitely going to get. So She has intimate knowledge of the process. Like I just, Again, I'm, I'll save it, but I'm very hopeful here. I'm optimistic. Yeah, definitely. Um, we got so Cat's, books for your optimism. Cat, Cat's way nonchalantly just is like, all right, well, I'll leave, but can I take some of the, you know, Miranda and uh, Nora with me? Because I need to talk to them. And Rand's like, I don't care. Just get out of here. Everyone get out. I want to be alone. 
she knew what she was doing. She's like, I'm going to take him off so much. He just wants to be alone. And yep. then I get what I want. Yep. So she walks out. He throws the, the scepter, slams into a chair, quivering and upset. And right as he's in his own anger, the door opens again, about to bite it. But then he sees um, uh, Idrian, um, the head of the school that he founded, coming in like in tears, just collapsing the ramp to tell Before some bad news. Before we jump straight into that. I want to label Rand's reaction a little differently. It wasn't just he was upset and throwing stuff. He was borderline full-on temper tantrum. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, this speaks to, again, I'm falling in love with Kitty Cat. <laughs> like what she was saying about how you're young and experienced. You don't know what's going on. And then his reaction here is just like what, Alan, you were talking about in the intro. It's a kick and scream like you want to be in control but you don't know what you're doing so you don't know how to react like you just flip out you break stuff you throw things yeah mm-hmm. it's some he's yeah. got to work on his impulse control issues here yep yeah yeah so and i and i've been learning to love rand but i i gotta call it out when i see it <laughs> rand is struggling here <coughs> Yeah. Acting pretty immature, his response is garbage. <laughs> Ian is falling in love. She must be evil. You know what? Yeah. Y'all are lucky Meredith ain't on anymore. She <laughs> I was say she definitely this is how awesome uh... she is. She wouldn't even like defend herself. She would be sad, and her and I would have a conversation about it later, and there'd be some, you know, hugging it out, and she'd pray for you guys. <laughs> She'd be doing a what, lot of what's what's his name? I want to pray for him. For her, that was. What's uh oh, anything from these chapters before we move this chapter before we move on to nineteen? No. <clears throat> Wait, did, did you get into the person storming in, or is that how the chapter ends? That's how That's the chapter how ends. The person storming, she cry, with, she falls into his arms crying. She didn't say why. Right. We learn in the next chapter why. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anything, uh, you know, me trying to feel sorry for Rand, this episode ends, he finishes his temper tantrum, and at this point, we don't know what it is, but it's already more bad news piling on top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clearly, somebody coming in, crying like this, right. can't be good. Right. Correct. Yep. So, I've got feels for Rand. I'm not trying yeah. to be too hard on him. Poor guy. Yeah. Let's move on to chapter 19. Diamonds and stars. Shine like a diamond. Um, diamond in the diamond in the diamond in the rough. <laughs> uh, I uh, start seeing some Disney. We got some requests for more Disney songs. We, we got to get back to that. That's some Aladdin. We'll practice a little bit and then come back with a mm-hmm. nice duet. Now that yeah. we have good internet, we can do it and sing at the same same time. Yeah, so not surprised. be honest. <laughs> we should just do a karaoke night. Yeah, we, we can. Uh, we should. Um, so we start this chapter in Miranda's point of view as she's nervously following Cat Swain uh, through the Aes Sedai quarters. Um, and Cat Swain's just asking her a million questions um, just about everything. Um, just interrogating. Yeah, what's going on? We, we've already established that Kitty Cat is just probably the most impressive Aes Sedai we've run into that's still alive. Mm-hmm. And they go through but like if, kind of her her 
her expletives are and you know all of her different her resume yeah. pretty much like the only i said i ever turned down like the sitter position twice she fled when they but she heard she was gonna come out on seat she for said, 10 nah, years she left because they wanted her to be on like she's <laughs> like well i'm just don't even leave. talk to me yeah i'm out <laughs> uh, but um, but even like if all of that wasn't enough just consider how all of these Aes Sedai that are dealing with her now, how they've acted towards Ran and towards everybody else and how just full of themselves they've been. And in front of her, they cower almost. Yeah. I'm bit, and I mean, we, we have the context that we have now. The woman is almost 300 years old. She has seen. I have so many questions. She has watched many of these omelet and diapers. Like, yes. She she's knew she she's known everybody in the tower as a novice, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Yes, like there's for two nobody for, three, for two generations, if not three. Yep. Yeah, and all right. So I'm gonna just hit it now because we already we already dabbled into it. Why am I so excited about her possibly being a mentor? She gives me Moraine vibes. Moraine, oh, I, I agree. Moraine did not want to stick around the tower. So she's not just so obsessed with the tower politics. Well, she knew Moraine. She doesn't have mm -hmm. the tower blinders on. She's been going out like, yes, she's agreeing because she gets with dudes. She got uh, some tower blinders though. Oh, some okay, some. but not not full on, right? I I agree. Mm -hmm. They're partial. Uh, she there's things about the way that the, of the tower politics that she straight up ran from. Uh, she's mm -hmm. lived in the world and she seeks out adventure. So it's not like when she left, she was just out hiding. She couldn't do that. Uh, she even talked about like, oh, I try to grow some flowers for a little bit, but God, that was fucking lame. Like yeah. <laughs> she thought about being a hunter of the horn. Like she just, she's out in the world doing and learning. So mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot I mean, of knowledge she's gathered on her own. Cause she has the ability to think by herself and for herself. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping it's good Kat knowledge. Swain was Cat Swain? Yeah, I mean that yeah. was a whole that was a whole sentence. That was a whole statement. Yeah, and it's that's saying a lot because yeah. you, you know you, you know who I. isn't Cat Swain? Everybody else. Everybody else. It's mm -hmm. the one and only. Yeah, these strong, powerful she, women that were still of the tower. It's the it's the K A double on her sleeve. She's like, the cat that you just, thought. She's Eden's cat from 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 high school that we thought was dead that ran away for a long time and then like one stormy night we're sitting there like hanging out like watching TV at Eden's house and also you hear like on the window like scratch scratch yeah scratch. came we're back like, we're like you're still alive wait <laughs> we let you in that that cat no no that, <laughs> that cat only came, came back, back got hit by a car the car he came back uh, I think Eden's mom nursed back to health and as soon as I was able to walk it disappeared again <laughs> like I was like I'm out there's <laughs> a chance to show me in good light. I nursed the cat back to life. Yeah, my okay. mom helped. Okay, you know yes. I had a call. I had a call for sick because I was a poor college student, so financially I needed her resources. Right, but nursed it back to life. Once the cat was good, the cat looked at me and was like, "Fuck you," and left. <laughs> <laughs> One day I put food on the back porch, and then like two days went by, and that bowl wasn't touched, and I was like, "Fuck that cat." That cat, that cat knows what's up. One day it's gonna pop back up again. It's gonna be enrichment. I know, right? It's gonna knock on the front door. Okay. Like, yeah, gonna show up all snaggletooth and shit. And be like, I got a hangnail. Fix it. <laughs> all right, I'm out. Fuck I you. think I'm gonna die here. I'm gonna live my life. Good after that, it was like for like no. two weeks. It came back for like two weeks, and it like yeah. it had been gone for years. 
years. It was, the same years. Cat. It was, the same it was cat. at least four years, maybe five, yeah. that it was gone and came back after getting hit by a car. Back. Got good. That's how far my cats would be. My cats would do that. They will they would leave. And when they really needed something, they would come back. And then they love you. They're like, oh, I love you for treats. So that was yeah. uh, a, oh, that cat, cat was cat's one. Um, <laughs> so, that's funny. She's coming back to you. Yeah. That's too funny. Yeah. So, uh, so what anyways, um, so the I said, I tell Catsman all about Demise Wells and everything they know about Rand pretty much and the Ashaman and all the recent events. And they're, uh, and they're kind of going through and, um, um, I guess it's, uh, um, but just trying to gleam information is what she's trying to do at this point. And, and so all these eyes to die are dumping all sorts of info. They're telling practically everything, but mm-hmm. kitty cat, practically, is, but not, but not it. Right. They're able to, they, they point out that they're able to withhold some of the most important stuff, mm-hmm. but kitty cat doesn't really give reaction to anything, save one thing. And this was my favorite. She dissed his tea. No, when the only reaction she gave is when they said that uh, what's her name bonded with Rand. Yeah, I knew and you were be... her response was like, ah, "Shit, I was thinking about taking another word no, on myself." Like the, the first, the first was she planning was, to do that? Was no, she the first response war- was like ire, like you shouldn't have done it that way. Well, that like, way, yes. Was it a good thing to do though? But had that not yeah. happened, do you not get the feeling that Kitty Cat oh, would have had yeah. conversations with Rand to try and make this a mutual be like, hey, I, don't think look, it I can help you, you can help me, let's do this. It would have been like, yeah. boy, you don't know, you know nothing. You need, you need bend a, the knee to me. Hand me your leash and let me hold it. Yeah. Because yes. you need me. Yeah, I yeah. think she was disappointed that she didn't get that bond. And, and Catswin's kind of dressing down all the Aes Sedai too. Like, you know, hey, you guys aren't novices anymore. Act like Aes Sedai. Shape up like, and and I think it's it's a, it's a Digane who uh is the one that's like, sh- like, sh- like in the corner, like terrified because like she barely made it to Aes Sedai. Like, what is it? She she made yeah. it accepted by a fingernail and she wore the shawl, sh- the shawl by an eyelash. Yeah, like, she she yeah. spent the most amount of time as a novice and an accepted, yeah, and barely made it. And we know about like the hierarchy of things, that's how they judge each other, yeah, right. You know, not it's it's a combination of how much power you have, but also mm-hmm. how long you were novice, how long you were accepted. Like those yeah. that make it through quick and have a lot of power, they're the most influential. So she's got to be like bottom rung. Yeah, I mean, she's really. I mean, her intelligence is high. So taking taking it by your presence, the, the tale of the boy is submitting to a lie or a false. Don't look so surprised, child. Did you think I didn't know your associations? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Like she she knows what's going on. She's known what's been going on for a minute. She's just kind of keeping it in the background. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and what about those other eyes to die? Clearly not with Elida. Have you guys had any conversation about you know whether or not they're being subservient or not? Or and and why are you guys like bowing to these um wilders? And what's, what's like yeah. Basically yeah. calling them out, be like, well, so since you are bowing to them and they bow to Rand, I'm assuming you have kind of claimed some sort of allegiance to Rand. Before they can answer, she's like, I don't want to hear it. It's it's already obvious. I don't need to I don't need to hear it from you. Let's move yeah. on with the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Like she just she's Dismissed. again almost three hundred years old, is just able to cut through all of this 
and yeah. seems to be very accurately figuring everything out. Uh, and she makes the comment, I may skin Elida with my if I lay my, can't lay my hands on her. That full of shots made my task nearly impossible. Like she's not not happy about what happened in the tower, obviously. Um but yeah, at the same know. time, she recognizes Elida as being voted in. So lawfully. Lawfully. Yeah. She recognizes so, at the same time. She's, she's definitely not. I don't know where she stands. She's definitely a fence rider. But is this yeah. not deep? Do, do you not love her for this? Yes, she's eyes to die. Yes, she could be threatening, but there's so much value that could come from her. And she's not like the rest of them. I'm a dog. And person. she's part of them, but she's an outsider. Okay, you're a dog person. Let me go. Let me go look at the fur baby section of our Discord and see how many how many dogs you've posted versus how many cats you've posted. If you go back to the beginning, you'll see a lot of Winston. Actions speak louder than words. <laughs> the only reason why I don't have a dog is because I'm in an apartment. And it would be wrong. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. So that's. I mean, anything else from this whole cat swain section? Um, I know we kind of breezed over it, but um, our Murano section, walking with Cat Sewing, we'll go back to her at the end. But um, you know, obviously she's 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 OG. She's 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 like the original. Um, she's been around for ever, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and she's come to take charge like and kind of like yeah. get everything back in back in back in line. She's like, we gotta we got Tarma Guiding coming. We we gotta get everything in line. I'm here to help, uh, but I, we're doing it my way. Cause yeah, we, so if you, if you can remember back to when you were reading this for the first time, Alan, we're, we're at the part of the books where every time you meet somebody, you try to put them in a category of like, who do they align with? And we're already at a point where these lines overlap. So it's not like perfect categories of yeah. like, all right, this is in this camp. This is in that camp. She is in a camp of her own. Oh, yeah. She's interested in time, but then she's talking about the war. Like it was yes. yesterday. Yes. Like her she's like clearly the the dark ones have escaped or the uh Forsaken. whatever the Forsaken right. have escaped. Like if people don't realize that by now, they're stupid, but right. I think know. it's important to recognize, yes, she is Aes Sedai, yes, she's green, that's important. Um her comments but okay. So even the way so you look at what she just did to bait Rand to try and get his reaction. You can't even invest too much in her talking to these Aes Sedai about, hey, y'all y'all effed up because, like it or not, Elida was lawfully elected. Maybe she means that. Maybe she's waiting to see the reaction. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's looking to see what level of sincerity, like how devoted to their cause they are. So I still just 100% keep her in this unknown category right now, but lots of potential. Also... Mm-hmm. Chris, do you get any vibes that she can read people's minds? I think she's just really good at reading their expressions. Or does she have a men-like talent where she could see things around people? She made that comment to Rand about, well, you know that I can see your present and future or something like that. She said it very confidently. And maybe it was just showmanship trying to get him to react some more. But she seems, and then there was some comment she made about, oh, yes, yeah, look at these beautiful eyes, da 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 da. And then she cut and looked over at one of the eyes at eye that we know from their perspective, like was finding themselves wrapped around Rand's finger because 
I don't know, thought he was hot, but they focused on the yeah. eyes thing. So that made me think, all right, wait a minute. Is she actually able to get in the heads of these people? Is there some telepathy? I mean, you could be, you could be right. At, at this point, the fact that she's been alive this long and has gone through so much, there could be a little bit of that. There's also just her her cutthroatness. She's just like the next imbecile I hear it from is going to yelp for a week in regards to, I thought you were dead. She's like, do you not know me? Do you not know who I am? Like, put some respect <laughs> on my name. Like, right. If you, if you like, thought I was dead, you clearly uh, don't know me. Right? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, and then I guess full circle, the fact that she's almost 300 years old and clearly very wise, she could just be that good at reading people because yeah. she has so much experience with it. But it's she's so good at it. I'm telling you, I'm I've had moments of like, is she reading people's minds? Yeah, that's how good she is at it. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. So anything from all this before we switch to men's point of view? No. Can we skip the men part? <laughs> this is where we can talk about Herod Fell. That's, that's part of it. Okay. If you yeah, call um, it, yeah, that's what this is about. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So but men's coming to tell Rand about Colaver. But as soon as she walks in, the throne room is just like completely disarray. Like everything's toppled over, the mirror's shattered. Rand's just in there, like just strong. I mean, there was yeah, the comment just, made, like, "Oh, he's not. He, he he's kind of out of sorts." Yeah. And she's like, "Uh, kind of out of sorts. He's um, he's messed up." Yeah, and Rand tells her that Herod fell, is dead, and was torn apart, like literally torn in pieces. I want to go back real quick. I know we're here, but I'm going to go back a little bit. Her, so you actually managed to kidnap him right out of the palace. And then did you, are you sure of time? You sure they didn't arrive on horses? Like, hmm. I think she knows more of the power than she knows a lot. She lets on a whole lot more. Like, you're starting to see it, Chris. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it, it was like, I, I'm not going to say that she's going to team up with Ran, but it's it's not that it it's, I, I want her to, because if she doesn't, if she becomes a foe, oh, yeah, she's as dangerous fun. as any of the forsaken. And we haven't even talked about it. Could she be forsaken? Yup. <laughs> we don't, we don't know. I don't think, I don't I mean, think, I don't think so. Crossed my mind. Now, mine, I, mine either. I don't think so, but. We don't know the exact whereabouts of everybody. That, right. Bigger fear is that she reunites the White Tower and then Rand has to really make a choice. I just know it's a bad thing if she's working against him and they're working against each other. I can see her popping up and being like, you know what? Hand both the shawls over for a little bit. Let me sort <laughs> some things out. <laughs> Let me get us a hole again because we have, you know, a big battle coming up. And then I'm going to disappear on y'all again. And, and I'll see y'all in another 50 years. Like I'm out. I feel uh, there's kind of a loyal vibe where she just, she's going to need to be around this because it's so interesting. Yes. that That's what it's now all that, is it for her. Yeah. Yep. Now that she's in this story, Cougar. now that loyal's a part of this, now that she's a part, of, they're not going to walk away till. gosh, I shouldn't have brought up loyal before I make this statement. Either they're going to be there to the very end, or they're going to die being a part of it. Yeah, there's no walking away at this point. She ain't die from nothing though. Yeah, and I'm sorry that I even mentioned that possibility. 
Yeah. When using Loyal's name, I'm sorry. Now I'm I sorry. now I feel yeah. depressed. <laughs> but speaking of so death, we we get we get we get reward of the two deaths. And of course, we already knew Herod Fell was dead because uh, that happened at the end of last book. Um, and they know it's a shadow spawn. They don't know what it is, but there's like this is just um, uh, really messed up. Um, and men's just kids thinking about the letter or whatever that that he had written to her um, or written to Rand about her and just um, just all the sobbiness uh, but also men had just seen Culliver dead as well because Culliver um, after she was ousted hung herself um, oh no she made herself look no. real pretty though yeah she did yeah um, oh no it's kind of like sweet- remember end of Game of Thrones when finally the building collapsed on Cersei and you were like about damn time like <laughs> no, I'm sorry. you didn't even you didn't even feel bad about it you were just well, like you Thank also didn't feel bad because the CGI was horrible, and that's how she died. It like, was bad. Yeah, I, I was waiting to transition. I, think I saw the Starbucks cup hit her head first, and then, and then yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was so like, I didn't care about it so much. I was like, can we just get to the Hound and his brother? Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. really what this scene is about. Like, yay, Cersei's dead. Let's move on. What's well, Game that, that, of Thrones? That's that's, that's what that's what I feel about. If this, it wasn't this for Game of Thrones, we wouldn't have this podcast. By the way, yeah. Um, probably, but anyway. well, probably. I don't know. But even th- even if the show, even if the book wasn't getting made in the show, uh, like I think Alan fell in love with this series enough. I I think he would have tried this anyways. Yeah. It may yeah. not have. But he would have had no idea that I was into stuff like. That. <laughs> yeah, Chris oh, might not have it. Yeah, I would have been me and some it. other sucker. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that, that's the whole of it. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, um, you know, they're both mourning. They're both upset. And men decides to uh, just bang to get over it. Well, and um, she even said it. I thought for <laughs> once it didn't have to be that way. You're Tavirin. You can change the pattern. She She had it in her mind that the things that she saw could be manipulated by the proximity to Rand. And she had a lot of hope for that. But then at the same time, she's starting to hopes. (laughs) She's got this, she's got confirmation that the things that she sees are going Mm -hmm. to happen. So I think that also allowed her to, like you said, do exactly what came next. Like, you know, kiss me, Rand. And he's like, what? She's like, I'm not teasing. Do it. And so he like gives her the little brotherly kiss. And she's like, uh-uh, that ain't enough. I want it all, big boy. And it grabs his hair and just like pulls him in. And mm-hmm. at that point, I was like, well, here we are. I got a fever. The only cure? More cowbell. I think Rand's <laughs> about to have two babies now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, have we finally determined Avienda's really not pregnant yet? She's pregnant. <laughs> but you think she would have said something to Elaine by now, at least? Nah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't know because the wise ones couldn't tell her, and she's a bit naive in that. Okay. And and okay, we've we all kn- we've all known. So there's, well, I guess it could happen to all types of women, uh, of all mm-hmm. shapes and sizes, but uh. Within the, I've known fit women that 
hide being pregnant for quite some time and then blow up really big towards the end. And then I've known some very blessed women that the entire time you don't know they're pregnant until they're like, I'm going to deliver tomorrow. And you're like, really? I was my mom with my brother. She was already heavy enough to wear. Or was it with me? Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know. Like the, she wore of, it's just a fact. Sometimes you don't yeah, know. With me, Cause I was born in December. My mom just wore a sweater all the time. Yeah. And she was heavy set. So nobody really questioned it. And so, yeah, now Avienda's wearing these fancy. She's wearing these fancy dresses now. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's covering up a little bump. And she's sitting yeah. a lot. And, you know, she's yeah. eating good. She's not training mm-hmm. as much. I mean, hey. This would be a healthy baby. This would be a 10-pounder. Exactly. She's got a little thick. Yeah. Yeah. All the more appealing. Yeah. So, yeah. So I guess uh, let's get it on in a kind of weird kind of way. And uh, then we switch to Cat Swine. Kitty Cat. To Kitty Cat. She's leaving the Sun Palace and she's looking at all the Aiel Wilders, as she calls them. Not wise ones. They're just Wilders. She's like, if there's that many of them, there shouldn't there be a stream of new Aes Sedai coming at the tower. Like, we, we need to exploit this and, uh, and get more sisters out of this. Uh, you know, always thinking Aes <laughs> Sedai ways. Um, it's crazy, though. She, like, literally abandoned the opportunity to have control of the tower in one way or another and to really be able to make decisions for the tower in one way or the other. But then her mind always goes to the loyalty of the tower. I guess that's just the Aes Sedai way, but mm-hmm. this is, is where I could that Or is that what she's saying? Again, could this be a form of manipulation to see reactions of the Aes Sedai? But that's her thought. It. It's not like she's verbalizing. That's why I question... This whole her hooking up with Rand and being a mentor. Yeah. You know, I, there's a part of me that believes that she had maybe taken Swan and Moraine in at one point because she makes comments about both Swan and Moraine and how they. Yeah, how did Moraine not cross paths things her? up? I think they did. Like, I, I, I do yeah. honestly feel like maybe she even set them to their task, but not in the way that they're going about it. Maybe she meant it. And like the serve the tower the best way you can and and find the the Taviran, but they kind of took mm-hmm. it upon themselves to shape things a little bit differently. Yeah. Yep. You know, young kids hear things differently. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, she's at this point she's also reflecting on her difficult situation with Rand. Uh, and she remembers the last time she failed a task was 270 years ago. So that's where it does say um in the book that. 270 years ago, she failed. Just two that she knows of. She, she might have failed more, and she was just too full of herself to realize. And, and, but yeah. here's yeah. the part where I feel like you may be right. I may skin Elida when I can lay hand on her. That fool child has made my task nearly impossible. Mm-hmm. And then she laughed so abruptly that Diagon stared at her before. Um, before her, before she could control eyes, excuse me. Yeah. And then the other person's smile widened in anticipation. Neither understood, and she did not try to explain. All of her life, the fastest way to interest her in anything had been to tell her it was impossible. But then, over 270 years had passed since her last encounter at a task she could not perform. Any day now might be her last, 
but young Althor would be a fitting end to it all. So the question is, is in what way is he her last task? She wants to be a mentor. Does she want to be a mentor or does that, she? That's what, that's why I feel those Moraine vibes. Like y'all know how much, like I hated on Moraine early on, mm-hmm. but then realized she was just trying to help this guy out. Well, these kids out that were just in these impossible situations. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like this, sir, she's like, all right, I've got nearly 300 years worth of experience. I've made it a point to just travel all over the place. I have all this knowledge. I've gleaned as much as I can from this world. Here's one more challenge. I don't think the challenge is to destroy Rand or to hold him back. I I don't get the feeling that she doesn't believe he's the dragon reborn. I believe, I, I think she believes that. And I think she's been around long enough. She understands what that means and what needs to happen. Uh, and and she, I mean, who else? Who else? If the Aes Sedai are going to stand side by side with the Dragon Reborn to do what he needs to be done, from her perspective, who has more experience? Nobody. Who knows uh, more not, than her? I'm not, I'm not saying no. At the same time, I have to have a certain level of pessimism and sure. a certain mm-hmm. level of like withdrawn apprehension. Sure. From the As way you that the other books. two kind of reacted with a smile and a, you know, that sort of thing. It's like these women could be outright crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to agree with you because she's like, Elida has made my task impossible, but it's her task impossible because Rand is on guard. Or is the task impossible because Rand has no trust? And I agree. Rand has has he been directionless though? It's not that he's been directionless. It's that his direction has been changed. Uh so the only base of the only time we've been told as a reader that he he invested in figuring out what the f he needs to do is in tier. Remember in Tyr, he did a whole lot of time of reading and this and the other and doing research on his own. Outside of that, he's been kind of winging it. But he set mm-hmm. Matt on a plan. He would love to send Perrin on a plan, but Perrin's yeah. like, fight my wife won't let me. I'd love to go, but mm-hmm. my wife won't let me. But that's, um, the, that's the young inexperience. That's, okay, in a perfect world, he could take all of his assets right now and make them do what he wants them to do and what he thinks he needs them to do, but he can't even Matt who Matt's funny. So he like, he's like, he's the kind of characters like, don't tell me what to do. I do what I want. But at the same time, he's been easier for Rand to kind of convince like, Hey, do X, Y, Z for me. But, but even Matt who agreed, okay, fine. I'll do it. He's not doing it the way Rand intended for it to happen. Like, even the things he can kind of control, he can't control. There's so much that's out of control. He needs a new Moraine. And and maybe that's why I'm begging for it. Chris, you're probably being smarter about this and just sticking to what we know. And I'm putting a lot of emotion in this. And what I hope Thinking about it from that, I do hope for Rand that she's got good intentions. 
So I am with you on that level. I am just very apprehensive, and maybe that's Luz Theron in my mind. Mm. Because even Luz Theron kind of like backed off when she started taking control. Hmm. What if they start talking? And he 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 lets his guard down just a little bit. He she finds a way to allow him to be vulnerable just a little bit. And he talks about maybe not loose Theron specifically, but talks about the voices. And she's like, Well, 150 years ago, I got a chance to talk to this male channeler for a while, and this is what he went through. And I was able to talk to him before the red showed up. And this is how he dealt with it. And it was actually helping blah, blah, blah. Like, I know I'm reaching for Rand's sake, but because of the amount of time she's been in this world, there's the chance that she has this knowledge and wisdom that could help him. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. Obviously, yeah. none of this has been written so far from what we've read. <clears throat> I'm just hoping. Sure. Again, I, I'm with you. For Rand's sake, I hope that she's a help. But on the flip side, she worries me just a little bit. Hmm. Just a little bit. Sure. Yeah. If they become foes, I worry about her more than I do the Forsaken right now. <laughs> Big time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how we end these chapters. Got to meet Catswain. Catswain's uh, loved and hated in the community, so I'll tell you that much. And you can see why. It's very obvious why she is. Uh, it's uh, right off the get big gate. You can see why. Um, some people cat. really like. Yeah, these chapters <laughs> fall into the category of absolutely no action happening, other than Rand having a temper tantrum and breaking mm -hmm. teacups. Yeah, but these are like. These have been some of the most exciting chapters we've had in a, in a little bit. Yeah, I I think. Yeah, now these are good chapters. I mean, yeah, yeah. We have we have a new character that is just and and so Kitty Cat is awesome, but we still have I still have questions about Bear Lane. Like I mentioned earlier. Oh, 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 like, do you? <laughs> No, not like that. Just <laughs> again, the small little kingdom that is still, we know it's somewhat significant, but the Aes Sedai invested in by, you know, somebody chose to be your advisor sort of thing. Like I still have questions there. Mm -hmm. And then this kitty cat thing, there's just some big, powerful people that I'm just super curious to see how they play out here. Okay. That's all. If Bear Lane turns out to be a nothing, like what a waste. Yeah. There's got to be something very significant in that little teeny town of hers. Mm -hmm. I mean, that could be Rand's fourth mistress. Maybe they missed the count. Yeah. And... Maybe they were charged with protecting something. Maybe they have the final seal there. Maybe there's a, an. I like that. So Angriol or whatever it is there that they've just it's been charged so with powerful. Uh, it's so powerful. There, so there's powerful. there's got to be something like long-term historically significant about that spot okay. on the map. So. so favorite character? 
Go ahead. You know you want to say it. <laughs> well, all right. Say it. Say Let's it. challenge ourselves. <laughs> Let's say, obviously, the winner is Kitty Cat. And then outside of that, if we had to pull a favorite character, who would it be? Narishima. Wait, does anybody disagree that Kitty Cat takes it? No, no, yeah. Yeah, Kitty Cat takes no. it. Yeah. Kitty Cat takes right. it 100. Right. Okay. Narishima, the, one of the one of the Ashman that's not really an Ashman yet that uh, had the pretty eyes that just like got yeah. all giddy when cats swim. Goes, well, you have pretty no, eyes. No, but <laughs> <all> right, <laughs> Alan, play yes. in your mind physically what he did. He stepped mm-hmm. forward. He stepped backwards. He took one step forward. He took a step backwards. Yeah. He looked upset. Then he tried to look at everybody. He, he didn't. Come on. It's such a boring. <laughs> when you put that on the big screen, you're going to be like, who the fuck was that guy in the background? Like clogged <laughs> in the corner. Yeah. So no. Yeah. No, no I'm, Alan. Just I'm joking. I, I was I would obviously to Monix, All right. <laughs> there you go. That's what I was looking for. It's men. Men finally took what she wanted. Ladies and she did. They've been doing this cat and mouse thing for too long. I'm finally, I'm, I'm glad that she finally decided to call it what it was and say, look, we're doing this thing. But you need some comfort. I need some comfort. Let's have some comfort. Yeah. Love I'm it. proud of her for finally, you know, growing a vagina. Mm-hmm. There's, there's lots I could say about that, but ultimately there is a time and a place for that. And this that was not it, but well, man, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that was he was under a lot of stress, and they both needed a relief. Yeah, but was he in a position to make a good decision? I don't. uh, But hopefully, it works out. I mean, is he ever making good decisions? He has. There we go. As the plow breaks the earth, shall Ran get it on with men? I love that. There you go. The plow breaking the earth is a metaphor. Rand is thus been, says the chat. <laughs> Rand has been breaking the earth quite a lot. Well, he's like broken the earth twice. He's still loyal to his wives. That's why. Um, Future wives. My shout out is to the uh, golem that the golem the, the tore the guy apart. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, without using explosives to be able to rip apart a body into multiple pieces and just have them flung all over the place. It's not easy. Um, Takes real I've had, I've had my shoulder dislocated and I have dislocated somebody's shoulder and knee before, and it took maximum effort to just mm. take apart a couple of joints. Yeah. So to be able to just pull a whole body apart like that, that's I, I've dislocated my you hip might not like it, like but you got to get up the stairs. <laughs> All right, injuries after 35 years old don't count. I, I was about to say, I'm, I'm, I'm laid up oh, in the bed right down. now. Oh, that hurts. Oh, I should have. All right, this this will be more I'm, I'm laid up in the bed with swollen knees right now. What are you talking about, Chris? Chris, yeah. in my early 20s, I was able to dislocate yes. two okay. shoulders yeah, and that's, a knee. That's better. That's better. Uh, I'm an say, opponent. Yeah, I was like, dude, that you can look at you can look something. at me in a certain direction, like blow a certain way, and my my joint will just look. <laughs> Call out from oh work. God, what happened? Hurts. I slept funny. <laughs> that that, that was me on I Monday. Move, like, like through the day, I woke up and like literally, I couldn't. In my, I was like, do the full like body turn to like talk to people because like it's so much pain in my neck. Like, uh, something went wrong. It's um, embarrassing when you're like, yeah, I hit the last stair and then my knee blew out. Well, what were you doing? Walking. <laughs> 
just walking. <laughs> I also weigh over 400 pounds, but I'm just walking. So I got to come up with a better story for my uh, injury that eventually led to my, what, which is probably going to lead to my med board. They're still figuring that out. Uh, there's so many things I did while I was in the army that were just great, cool stories, tuck and roll, jumping off of aircraft, jumping off of vehicles, just yeah, shoot, move and communicate. That was all the stuff that did all the damage that led up to it. But the straw that broke the camel's back was I caught a bag and I turned and I threw it to the next guy. And then I fell over and I did not get back up. <laughs> like, like what? How'd you injure your back? Well, I was moving luggage. Uh, <laughs> but that's what, that's not really what did it more. Yeah. It was the fact that I crushed all of my vertebrae over the years until eventually they were like, we can't yeah. lift a bag. Harsh, this, right? I completely this agree. This is a bad block hawk landing. Yeah, took a little hard landing, and uh, that, just tell people that. Just don't don't say the bad thing. Just say. I mean, I did everything right. I lifted with my back in a quick jerky motion, and I hyperextended my knees. <laughs> <The> knees. <laughs> like uh, that's by definition how you do it. A... And something went pop. Uh, next time uh, we will not be recording next Tuesday because it is Valentine's Day and also my wife's birthday is on Valentine's Day she's a Valentine's baby hey. and uh, for us to record on her birthday would probably put me in the doghouse so um, um, I'm going to be hanging out with her that night um, so we're going to record next week it just won't be on Tuesday I'm not sure what day because we also have to do some Cosmere Ian um, are you ready? I'm done I'm ready. I've I've uh, okay. listened to it twice. Maybe we'll do it later this week. Um, and I'm really I'm really mad because I had a prediction last time we recorded, but I thought it was too stupid and I didn't say it. And what was it? it? I don't, we'll uh, save it. Save it. Light song and how we how we finally gave his. Oh yeah. It yeah. just it makes so much sense. It does. But I I thought it was dumb and I didn't say it. Uh, yep so uh we'll, we'll we'll we might do that later this week uh maybe i'll talk to the two guys and figure out all i'm saying is we uh, need another war breaker yeah uh, um yeah. so that's so cool. that um and then next time we'll be doing three chapters three Ooh. and those, those chapters are patterns within patterns so Ooh. we're quilting you mean okay. like a weave within a weave yeah like snacks upon snacks upon snacks I mean, but we, but we realize like the the pattern is within the pattern within the pattern. Yeah. Like we're we're just repeating, yeah. mm -hmm. and and hopefully we break this pattern. Let's go around. Yeah. Does Rand have a matrix moment where he's able to see the pattern and then able to kind of manipulate it, or is he just always subject to and the he goes, pattern? He goes, "Whoa, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> um, well, you got also Swoven Knight. That's the next, uh, chapter 21. Swoven? Swoven. Swoven. I've never even heard that word before. That's a yeah. made up. Yeah, it's a made up word. Okay. <laughs> the same, I've never heard that word before. I was about to say, that's some shit that would have came out of downtown Newport News at one point. Yeah. yeah. That, like, that, yeah. Yes. That's. That nigga yeah. was swoven, y'all. He was swoven. Yeah. And chapter 22, which is small sacrifices. Ooh, I like the sound just, of that. Just tiny sacrifices. 
I like the sound of that here. You know, I have one right here. It doesn't sound like that big of a deal, but when you add up about 20 of those, it turns into a lot. Yeah, it does. Hey, pennies that's, become nickels. That, that's how they get you. That's true. Pennies become nickels. Um, Even with the small sacrifices, yeah, you got to look at the big picture. What do you think the small and... sacrifice is going to be, though? Who might it be? Could it be the little boy? No. Um, we love him too much. He's too cool of a character. But could the girls kind of let Matt go? Like maybe Matt gets captured instead of saving him, let him go. And that's how he ends up moving on and finds his lady friend. Could be. No, that, that would be too easy. I feel like it'd probably have to do more with Rand making a sacrifice here. Jordan hasn't thrown mm-hmm. us any bones in a long time with these chapter titles. No. No. He After the fact, they make only a little bit of sense. Yes. <laughs> but they're not yeah. great telltales. Why why no. this the, this last chapter, the the diamonds and whatever, that, that didn't make any sense to me at all. Yeah, explain um, that, Alan. Diamonds do your job. Are. No, you can't spoil us now. We've been through the chapter. Tell us what I, it means. I, 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 honestly, that's one of the ones where I'm like, Bang. all right. In the next two <laughs> minutes before Alan signs us off, whoever in the chat can explain the last chapter title the best. Pressure makes diamonds. They get they get a mug. Okay. It's got to be good explanation, and it can't be pressure makes diamonds because that's that's some. Come on, man. Entertain us. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be entertaining. I mean, I love you, Chris. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Pressure uh, the moon. Hey, hey, I mean, we got some some fascinating chapter titles coming up, guys. I mean, it's uh, one chapter title, Bread and Cheese. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> when I was in Europe, the one where I they find the that. bowl of wins. <laughs> Bread and cheese is very exciting to me. <laughs> if, it some, if, if it said beans, that a would be the title that we win. Yeah. A good fresh wins. baked bread with like a very hearty, hard outer crust and a nice creamy cheese with a lot of flavor mm. to it. Oh, that's phenomenal. Wine. So good. And a bottle of wine. Did we get a bottle of wine in that yeah. chapter? Yeah. Oh, sure. We can get wine in that chapter. Okay. We'll great. do one. We'll do one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess uh, how you can find us. Is at the Will Reads, uh, dot com. Uh, the Will Reads. You could use a, You could use a Chinese weather balloon. You could. Um, you, you won't could find see anybody much. in the U.S. <laughs> yeah, you won't see a bunch of Seven Elevens. Uh, that's 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 that the entire United that's nice. It's just held together by Seven Elevens, like literally. Do you see the memes watch. where it's like that's a lot of Dollar Generals? <laughs> 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 There is a lot. There's more Seven Elevens, man. At least here, at least here in, we're in Hampton Roads, where we are, Lots like literally, them. you can stand at Seven Eleven and look down the road and see another Seven Eleven. Like, that's true. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and there's yeah, there's multiple places where you can do that. Like, they're literally like right next to yeah. each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Um. So, anyways. Um. Yes. Yeah, no, Nobody understands the whole diamond and 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 what you call it, stars. By the way, nobody's trying to explain it. Nobody wants when right. the bowl float in the sky with diamond. Oh, okay, no, no, <laughs> no, uh, no one does. Yeah, it was just a random pull out of your ass. I, I we need to put a title here. Um, 
diamonds and stars. Just throw it together. I don't know. Um, so, um, yeah, support us all the different ways. Go to our website. Check it out. Write reviews. Do all the good things. Sign up for Patreon if you feel so inclined. Um, so we can do more giveaways and have more cool stuff. Because um, I need to buy. I still need to buy ribbons for Jordan Con. Um, mm-hmm. That's something I need to do like soon. Yes, so I'm going to do that. Yes. Soon. Um, and then uh, that's pretty much all I got for this week. Until next time. Peace. Okay, bye. Did you say K? I hope you enjoyed the show and thank you for listening to The Wheel Reads. See y'all next time.